0: Good morning,
1: Bucknutters. It is Thursday, January 30th, 2020. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning Files and Yes, it's Ohio. Yes, it's gray. Yes, it's 24-7 sports. Director of Recruiting, Steve Wolfong, checking in from Indianapolis.
0: Steve, how goes it? Good morning, Daniel. Gray skies, no precipitation. Coming down I-70 through Dayton en route to Columbus. Someone asked
1: me yesterday if the sun was ever going to shine again, and I said... It does not seem that way, but that's why we get to have affordable housing here in Ohio. Speaking of affordable housing in Ohio, Cam Martinez will have his housing taken care of because he's going to be a student of Ohio State on scholarship. We always thought he'd be a Buckeye. He waffled when Jeff Halfley boogied. Kerry Combs has come in and locked him down. You spoke to Cam Martinez, arguably the best high school football player in Michigan this past season, You had him on the notorious VIG Recruiting Podcast with your partner, Alan True. Please bring us up to speed on Cam, um, what you think of his decision, what role Kerry Combs played in it, and then maybe how you think he fits in at Ohio State now that he's the last guy to hop on board.
0: Yeah, I don't know if he waffled more so, just wanted to be sure about his decision, so he didn't sign his letter of intent because Cameron Martinez is a, dynamic offensive football player on the high school level. He plays quarterback Gatorade player of the year for the state of Michigan, two-time state player of the year overall, rushed for over 2,000 yards and 36 touchdowns, threw for 1,300 more yards this past season and 11 scores, only four interceptions, 3.71 GPA. Um, but the trust was with Coach Halfley to take him – To the place he wants to go as a defensive player as as a guy that's always played offense uh he's going to be a little raw in in the secondary and there was a lot of trust in in coach Hapley getting him where he wanted to be so when when that coach was no longer part of the program uh cameron was uncertain of who was going to develop him as a player and and needed to trust that uh moving forward and so ohio state hires Kerry combs has that track record. And, and I think that, um, you know, Cam always wanted to go to Ohio State. So it was more just making sure that the right hire was made uh, uh, for him to trust that his future on the field was going to be maximized and, and that it was another coach that believed in him uh, as a guy in the secondary. And, and, and when he told Ryan Day he wasn't signing his letter of intent, uh, uh, Alan talked about this on our podcast. But I think that the way coach day handled it um, really helped Cameron's really helped Cameron find his way back to Ohio state completely. Not that he was ever really off the beaten path. He didn't decommit. He didn't visit anywhere else. Uh But coach day said, look, I understand. And if you need to take time, take all the time you need, you still have your spot here. Uh We're not recruiting your spot. Um, and we want you to be a Buckeye. Uh If you got to take other visits and do what you got to do. And, uh, um, yeah, know, okay, found his way back. I'm not sure how many
1: guys Ohio State should be taking that really don't have a specific position, considering they bring in so many elite players that are already kind of ahead in the development. But Cam Martinez seems to me to be one of these ideal, like, it-factor winner guys who will find a way onto the field eventually, and if he makes a huge play and a huge game to win them a title at some point in time. Uh, I will not be surprised. Another pleasant surprise, I don't know if it was a surprise, the rankings were finished up for 24-7 sports this week, the top 24-7 was released. We already knew we were going to have two five stars, Julian Fleming and Paris Johnson. Two other guys made the leap, Jackson Smith, Najigba, and CJ Stroud, as everybody knows, the top 32 players, because there are 32 draft picks, are the five stars. You've got Fleming at four, Johnson at eight, Najigba at 15, and Stroud at 29. Can you talk about just generally how Smith, Najigba, and Stroud made the jump, um, and then any touch on uh, Fleming and Johnson about securing those spots?
0: Well, Smith and Najigba was a guy that we kind of hinted coming out of the opening finals would have a shot to be a five-star. Uh, the The debate was who are the – five-star receivers in Ohio State's class. Jackson wasn't getting enough attention. Uh, as a junior, he had almost 2,000 yards receiving and 20 touchdowns, torched some really good football teams along the way And senior year. Oh, well, first at the opening finals, he was terrific, uh, very consistent, then as an outstanding epic-like senior year. I mean, you talk about the junior year, 96 for 18, 19, and 20 touchdowns. Senior year, 109 catches, 2,132 yards, 34 touchdowns, 109 receptions, uh, in 14 games when everyone in the stadium knows where the ball is going, uh, is terrific. And it, the highlights were regular for Jackson Smith and the Jigbo weekly of just making the tough catch look easy, one handed grabs, running under footballs, going up over defenders. Uh, but what makes him unique is his ability to separate. He's one of the quickest receivers in the country. I think he had the second fastest shuttle time of all the receivers nationally behind Keandre Lambert, who went to Penn State. But then just the consistency, the, the route cons. I mean, he's going to come in well coached and, and I don't see how he's not uh, a great player at Ohio State and one of the best receivers in college football. CJ Stroud uh, was a guy that, uh, emerged as a junior. Um, that was his first year starting. As a big physical kid that had all the traits, um, but had a little rawness to him, and uh, we were certainly intrigued by him. He was a high three star going into the Elite Eleven Finals. Uh, he was outstanding there, uh, won Elite Eleven MVP. Uh, we bumped him into our top two, four, seven uh, at that point. But then he went on to uh, darn near double his production uh, as a senior. Um, so his his development uh continued in, in the trajectory the arc is, is high for him uh on that development but through from his 4000 yards and 47 touchdowns completing 66% of his passes taking his team to the to the semi uh takes care of the football and then we just liked what we saw from him at the All-America Bowl and Jackson, too. I mean, Jackson Smith and Jigbo, when you're talking about the three or four most dominant guys at the All-America Bowl, before he got injured in practice, he was in that conversation with Brian Brzee and Will Anderson and Bryce Young. Uh, as those four guys, just every rep seemed like an alpha rep where they were just clearly better than whoever was checking them. That was very enjoyable. We're going to take a quick break,
1: come back with more good recruiting news. We are back to become an obsession or a passion or just a really smart thing to do, but Ohio State has done a heck of a job recruiting Texas. We've talked about it a lot. If you read the boarding house, you know there's some ruffled feathers there that may be motivating Ohio State a little bit more than usual, but Texas doesn't need much considering the talent level. The latest name, Kamar Wheaton, the number one running back in the class of 2021. Got a visit from Ryan Day. Talk about what you think of him as a player. And do you think this is a realistic pull for Ohio State?
0: Well, he's an explosive running back that's posted some big time track numbers um, already. He's one of the fastest players in the country, regardless of age. I mean, he can light up a scoreboard at any point, um, uh, anytime uh, the ball touches his hands. Been district MVP. this past year and then was sophomore of the year in his district and newcomer of the year in his district as a freshman. So he's been on the radar for quite some time. Um, and Ryan Day is just the latest head coach to go in there. You know, Ed Orgeron uh, was in there last week. I, I think Kamar may be visiting LSU this weekend. Uh, obviously Oklahoma, Texas. Uh, he, he camped at Alabama. That was the only school I believe he camped with. Uh, over the summer, but top target for Alabama. As you would imagine, number one running back in the country, uh, the suitors um, that you would expect to be in the picture are in the picture for him.
1: Last year at this time, Kendall Milton and Bijan John Robinson were Hollis's top two targets. At the same time in their career, compare Wheaton to those two guys.
0: Um, well, Bijan John Robinson's been far more productive than everybody we've talked about there I mean Bijan's average like a ridiculous 18 yards per carry or whatever but I mean the competition that he plays against compared to Kamar is not the same um uh Kendall Milton dealt with some injuries um, throughout his high school career Uh, when he's on the field he's looked good um I don't know um you know kamar is a little smaller i think than those guys which is okay um because i mean those two are specimens bijan and uh kendall uh but uh those guys aren't as fast as kamar and uh, kamar runs with good balance and, and vision and uh he, he can go to the house at any time let's hope that
1: house has scarlet colors at some point we appreciate steve stopping by have a good one buck hunters
0: take care y'all see you